Yes, it's Monday, and we all know what it means by now, don't we? Yes, we do indeed. It's time to talk about the paranormal and all things that all thing all things that that encapsulates with I, Kevin Eustace. Hello. I hope you've all had a fantastic week. It's well, it's Monday, so if it's bad already, it can only get better, as D. Ream said. And if it's great already, then long may it continue, at least for seven days, for that's the length of a week. Anyway, um, I adore you all, as all podcasters say, and I do hope you're all having a great time. I mean it, they don't. I joke. Anyway, what have we got in store for today? Well, we've got loads in store. I'm going to take over Becca's Reddit Corner for the day because she is in the Middle East once again. Honest to God, I'm sure she's having an affair with a camel. Although other cigarettes are available. Anyway, before we move on to anything and everything, we need to, of course, say a wonderful thank you to our newest Patreons. Now, when you sign up to Patreon, not only do you help keep the show going, and you truly do, but you also receive two additional shows each and every week. What? That was my surprised what. Um, you do. You get me doing a ramble, which came out a bit late this week. It came out on a Saturday because my hard drive on the laptop, when I was recording it earlier in the week, went, no, I am full and started spitting at me. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm not technical minded. So I had to go to Argos and buy a terabyte thingy-majiggy. And now it's fine. Anyway, but you get two extra shows a week. One is a ramble where I just vomit whatever's on my brain. And the second is a paranormal Patreon. And this week we had a good laugh doing it. It was me and Becca because we recorded it before she went away. And we were reading from 14 times. And oh my... It was kind of just funny. We just had a good laugh. So if you like all that sort of jazz and you like this show, why not support it and get all the extra content? Plus, genuinely, sincerely, if you're a binge listener, as Nelly said drinker then. I mean, if you're a binge drinker, go for your life. But if you're a binge listener, um, there's around 300 hours worth of stuff over there. Patreon-only content for you to binge. I don't know, is binge, should binge be a healthy word? It seems okay when it's with listening or watching, but not with drinking. Hmm, interesting word, binge. Anyway, you can go and binge all that over there. Go to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. And when you do so, not only do you get all of that, which you do, you also get me singing your name as a thank you with your very own original song. How many podcasts are offering that? I mean, there might be a few. I've no idea. But I do it, and I think I started it. Yes, I demand recompense. If you can hear an echo, it's because I stupidly have brought the guitar in to my little box that I record into. So if I hit a certain frequency, it'll resonate. Should we test it? Hold on. So that's an E. Let's see if I can make that echo by going... E. Can you hear it a bit? Hold on. Let's see. No, didn't work then. I don't, I don't, who, who am I? Pavarotti. Anyway, let's say thank you to these Patreons, shall we? The guitar is well and truly out. And we have four wonderful new Patreons. We have Bex Lou, we have Hannah Farhurst, we have Roisin Roberts, and we have Zach Pygott. And this little country number is for you. Bexlu and Hannah first Roshin Ra 
Zach Pine God, you've signed up to the Patreon, and I wanna thank you from the bottom of my H-E-A-R-T. I wanna thank you from the bottom of my swinging brick, I call a heart, I call a heart, so thank you. We ended it on a C. Well, it's capoed on the second, so it can't be a C. But, well, capo e guitar on a second, play a C shape and throw a seventh in. Yes. Anyway, if you'd like to join our Patreon and get access to all of those back catalogues of, back catalogues, plural, of episodes, head over to patreon.com forward slash. We need to talk about ghosts. Now let's have something paranormal to review, shall we? Yes, I think we shall. Yes, it's time to review something paranormal so you don't have to review it for yourself because you're not mad. Anyway, today's review was a suggestion by none other than our Facebook moderator, Mr. Matt Toppin. Hi, Matt. Anyway, he said to me, he sent me a text saying, have you seen The Conjuring House Experiments? And I was like, no, I haven't. I'll have to give it a watch and give it a watch I did this weekend. Now... It's very interesting. It's about two hours long, so you've got to commit. You know, I don't normally watch anything that's over 90 minutes because my attention span is that of a sparrow, a sparrow who failed at attention class because that's a thing. Anyway, back to the program in question. It is on for an hour and 54 minutes and it's on Shudder is what I watched it on. But it's really good, actually. It's uh, a paranormal team, which immediately will put many people off because you're like, oh, what are they called? We're the devil's advocates and we go in with EVP meters and, yeah, and nothing really happens. But, you know, what we do, what we like to do in our YouTube videos is then we have Sally, who's our resident psychic. She comes in and she does a cleansing. It's like, fuck off. Do you know how many times these houses have been cleansed by paranormal groups and their associated mediums? They're as clean as a whistle. Anyway, but it's not like that. Uh, what they do is they take a new twist on it. So there's this thing, which is factual, amazingly. Um, and I've known about it, but didn't know this is what they were doing. And I'd seen this video on Shudder and Skip Pasta because I, I thought... It'll just be another paranormal team going in to do the usual, get Sally in at the end and Bob's your auntie's brother. Anyway, it's none of that. There's a thing that the CIA done in the 70s called the Gateway um, Process, was it called? I can't recall the name of it off the top of my head. Anyway, it was a series of experiments that the CIA backed to try and prove that we live in a hologram. These are genuine documents. Google the gateway process, I think it's called. Um, anyway, the, the blurb for it says, equipped with a new experiment inspired by declassified CIA documents, outcast paranormal, there you go, will travel to one of America's most notoriously haunted locations, the Conjuring House, to finally gain answers to what's on the other side. See, now something like that doesn't drag me in, but the CIA part, I was like, hold on, is this the gateway thing that I know of? Because you might know this because I might have mentioned it before, but you might not. There's a thing on YouTube, uh, um, I think it's the Robert Monroe Institute. They released these tapes, and these tapes are what are part of the gateway process. 
And there's one of them, which is what they call Focus 10, which I've listened to hundreds of times because I put it on to fall asleep. So it's like a meditative journey that it takes you on and it works that you fall asleep. But that is like one twenty-fifth of the entire thing you're meant to do. And if you follow each step, you're meant to be able to step outside of reality. You realize we're all a hologram. You can see the past and the future and all this. So to say I was intrigued that they were going to use the gateway process as part of this seemed a bit like, wow, okay. So watched it. And it was really good. It was really good. What I would say first before watching it is see if you can YouTube about the gateway process and the CAA documents. There's actually, and I listened to an hour and a half of it yesterday because it's an hour and a half long. Somebody's done an audio book on YouTube of the entire released documents about the gateway process. So someone from the CIA was was tasked with looking into this research. And then this was his report. And it's like 25 pages long. And it's mind-blowing. It's absolutely mind-blowing. And I'd love to see what the reaction of someone like Neil deGrasse Tyson would be about the this report. Do you know what I mean? Because the reference like... Um, you know, normally when you hear anyone... Well, me anyway... If I hear anyone who is into the paranormal start mentioning quantum physics and ghosts in the same sentence, I'm like, no, go away. Because it, a lot of people don't grasp what quantum, quantum physics is. And I'm not saying I do, by the way. But I do understand that there's a lot of misunderstanding about certain statements made about quantum physics. So things like uh, a particle can exist as both a wave and a particle. And people will take that and go... Uh, oh, oh no! <clears throat> Sorry, losing my voice. Or oh, another one is uh, energy cannot be destroyed, and they go therefore ghosts. And it's like no, 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 no. None of that means what you think it means. Um, it's like a lack of education about the subject they're trying to use as warranted evidence, and it's annoying. However, the gateway process—they've tried to look at it scientifically, and it's mind blowing. So I would say before you watch this where they try to implement the gateway process in the conjuring house, do a bit of read up on the gateway process first, but then do go watch this because it's very interesting indeed. I mean, they do all the usual stuff like the Estes method and all that carry on. And I'm sure you know what the Estes method is. It was um, devised by my granddad, Paddy Eustace, who decided to drop the U and call himself Estes. And there, it's not. It's not. He didn't invent it. Uh, basically, the Estes method is you sit there with headphones on and white noise playing and the surrounding people will ask questions. And if you make anything out of the white noise, you say it, but you can't hear what the questions are. Do you know what I mean? It's meant to be like a foolproof way of proving this communication with the afterlife. But this thing is really interesting. There are parts where it was like, you're losing me and it's two hours long. But then I was sucked back in. So anyway, in review, in completion, I would say one of two things. Firstly, do some looking up about the gateway process and the CIA documents. Then watch the Conjuring House experiments and you'll see how it ties in. And all in all, if you're interested in that sort of thing, which I deeply am, I'd say it's two thumbs out. Not necessarily up because you need to pay attention. And as I say, my attention span is like that of a gnat. But um, two thumbs up 
But two thumbs out, definitely. I don't know whether they're up, but two thumbs out. Give it a watch. It's uh, something you need to pay attention to, though. So it's not background. You know where I've suggested things and said, it's great to have in the background whilst you're doing X, Y, Z. No, no. You need to sit down, lock the kids in the cellar. I'm joking about that part. Unless you want to, you know, you will get arrested. Um, but, you know, you need to pay full attention to the TV screen when it's on or you will miss the information. And it is very much uh, one piece of information is vital to the next half an hour. So two thumbs out, not necessarily up, but two thumbs out. Go and give it a watch, I say, but do your research first. Yes, it's my favourite time of the week, of course, where we get to listen to your true paranormal experiences. Um, I don't know what accent that I was going into there. Christ on a bike, who knows? I've been speaking like Vincent Price recently. When I mean Vincent Price, I mean I've been talking like this, which isn't really Vincent Price, I suppose. It's comedy vampire. Anyway, today we have an email in from Anonymous, and we love it when Anonymous gets in touch, don't we? And they write, Hi Kev, I wish to stay Anonymous. Don't worry, Steve, you shall. I joke, of course, their name isn't Stephen. I had to pause then because it does start with an S. You shouldn't have said that. Ah, oh, everyone just got the bingo card out and crossed Stephen off. I'm joking, it's Samantha. It's not Kevin, stop it. Just crossed off, crossed off Samantha now. Honest to God. How many S names are left? Stop it, Kevin, don't. Anyway, they write. This is something that happened eight years ago. I haven't thought that much about it until recently when I saw that someone posted a question regarding a knocking ghost on a website I go to. Anyway, I was living alone in a small studio. I'd been living there for some months, probably weeks, when I started to notice some sort of noise coming from the ceiling in the middle of the night. That may not have been a problem, except that I was living on the third floor and above me was the roof. As for the noise, it sounded like someone was scratching, even a knocking sound. I'm not very good at locating sound, but I was pretty sure that it came from the studio corner, up in the wall towards the ceiling, just above my bed and my head. It would just wake me up. I would turn up the lights to see where the sound was coming from, and it would temporarily stop. After I turned the lights off, it would carry on for a short while. I tried to convince myself it was some chipmunks or some other kind of animals making the noise. Although, what animal would be up in the middle of the night making that sound? Other than that, I've never felt any kind of weird things going on in the studio. However, I've never been very comfortable living there either. Probably I was also lonely and homesick. I was a foreign student working on a master's degree. I remember going to the bathroom at night and walking directly to the toilet, trying not to look at anything around me, like the closet or the bathtub, and definitely not the mirror. I remember the noise would come and go. One day I got pretty uncomfortable and decided to get a pet for a companion. I got a ferret from a pet store. A week later, some neighbourhood kids found some stray kittens and I took a black one with me. I think since then, I've stopped hearing the noises. I've also felt more comfortable with the cat around me. Anyway, 
Would that be a spirit trying to call me? Or did my black cat get rid of the spirit? Does anyone know of an animal that would make knocking sounds on house roofs or walls in the middle of the night? Anonymous. Mmm, thank you very much, Anonymous. Sienna, I'm joking. That's the name of a very special black cat who isn't the neighbours. Anyway, um, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. I mean, I would say there is one strange coincidence. Woohoo! And that's, is that how you pronounce coincidence? That, oh, that is how I'm going to pronounce coincidence from now on. Coincidence. And when somebody asks you if that's how you say it, you say, that's how you definitely say it. I heard it on a podcast. Um, so I do think it's a strange coincidence that the knocking and the scratching went away when you got a cat. That would imply to me it was a mouse or a rat because they do smell feline scent. They do. And I know this from having, uh, uh, from borrowing the neighbor's cat. And when we used to live in the flat, we had mice problems and they would disappear. You know, but the, some dopey ones would still walk through and our neighbor's cat would get them. And when I say get them, they wouldn't, she wouldn't kill them. She'd like put them in her mouth and go, what should I do with it? And I'd go, put it in the box. And she'd let it go and play with it. Uh, and I'd have to grab it and put it in a box and then send it to Chinatown. And I mean that quite literally, Chinatown and Liverpool. Because there's a big field, basically. Anyway, you don't need to know all that. But I think maybe it could just be a rodent that your cat has scared off. So, I don't know. Maybe people will disagree with me and think it's not a coincidence. Anyway, I'll tell you what's not a coincidence. The fact that I, me, Kevin, had to take over Becca's Reddit Corner because she was not in the country. So that's what I done. And you're about to hear it. Kevin's takeover of Becca's Reddit Corner. Ladies and gentlemen, now it is time for Paranormal Reddit Corner with Kevin. Just going to turn this handle here. Very quietly go down these steps because apparently this is now in a basement as opposed to just a corner. Basically, Becca's still in Jeddah. Hooray! So it means that Becca's Reddit Corner is in fact... Kevin's Reddit Corner. So I'm going to be the one looking at um, a story on Reddit, a ghost story on Reddit indeed, and discussing it. Yes, I shall. It's a bit weird when I'm choosing the story myself, and because you, you can't pass it to yourself, can you? I mean, I could. Here you go, Kev. Thanks, Kev. You're welcome, Kev. Anytime, Kev. But you see, that's why I don't, because I get carried away. I nearly went for a pint with myself then. Anyway, let's see. This one is fresh as a daisy. It's 11 hours old, but it already has. It's, I tell you what, it's been quite a popular story, this. And it sounds rather sad. Um, it's from user Violet 664 And it says, the title of the story is Sister Died Recently. How sad. Odd Things Happening, Seeing Something Now Too. I do hope they don't write the rest of it in this in this way. Although, in fact, no, I kind of do. Be like, went down shops, ate dinner, saw a ghost. I'm sure they don't. Let's see what they've got to say. Okay, so I've always believed in ghosts and the afterlife for as long as I can remember. 
My little sister passed away this summer. Oh, fuck's sake. And ever since, random weird little things have been happening. The past week has been, like, way more active than normal. Laugh emoji. To start it off, I heard a noise before bed. The other night, and the cat was acting weird. I brushed it off. I woke up in the morning and saw the scrapbook that I have made in memory of her was knocked over. Oh. Off balance and opened at the letters to, insert her name, page. Um, so basically it's saying, it's hard to read that out. You know, So th- she's made a memory book to her deceased sister, God bless her. And it's been knocked off a shelf and opened at the page where she's wrote letters to her. My fucking heart. Honest to God. I asked my boyfriend if he bumped the shelf it's on and he looked at me funny and said no. Keep on going through the week and we get more noises. Today, me and the hubby were sitting watching TV. I was colouring. Get in, I like adults colouring in. Huge noise right beside me like something was knocked off the table. Neither of us had moved and I still can't find whatever it was that fell off the table. I say fell because they put that in speech marks. Now call me crazy, but I know 100% that these things are my sister. I even told her, and then they put a question mark in brackets, a few weeks ago that I wished it was more noticeable when she was around. And now all these things are happening. Well, you will go ask. Also, the past, like, five days, I'm totally seeing something. Not like a person, but definitely a something, lol. It's kind of like a greyish smudge slash movement. But a lot of the time I see it last minute before it disappears. I've never been able to see ghosts, in brackets, however, some people in my family can. Close brackets. I like to think it's my sister, but I'm also curious to know, are other people's experiences with seeing ghosts similar? Interesting. You know the thing that scares me there, me as Kev, is, uh, well, obviously me as Kev. You know the thing that scares me there, me as Pope John Paul II, um, is where she's, where does it say, where she's asked to make things noticeable. Where it says, call me crazy. Uh, I even told her a few weeks ago that I wish she was more noticeable. And now all these things are happening. Because, you know, there's an argument there. I have heard, we've all heard the, 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 the warning stories. Do you know what I mean? Someone suffering grief is a prime target for a darker, malevolent sort of entity. That's why they say don't use Ouija boards because they'll say, oh, I'm so-and-so, I drowned in the back. Go, did you, yeah? Yeah, I did, yeah. Can I come in? Next thing you know, demon in your house. Anyway, there are lots of responses. Somebody said, yep, she's visiting you. Sounds like she's practicing too. Hey? Don't be surprised when your lights start to flicker. And when they do, I would talk out loud to her and watch how she communicates back. At least how that's my big brother communicated to me. Start a log. It could become interesting to see how far she comes along. For the record, my brother stays dormant for a little and then comes back full force in front of company. 
Rest in peace to our siblings. Peace and love. The original poster says, That's kind of funny you say she's practising because today I totally had the same thought. The one where we were wa- when we were watching TV seemed kind of clumsy. She's referring to the loud bang. Starting a log is a great idea. I'm going to do that. I've also noticed that she goes silent for a while before coming back with a bang. Literally. Um, someone's put, does your husband know about your boyfriend? Maybe your sister is trying to warn you to be more careful. I think she's just using one as all the same. Um, somebody's put, that's the first thing I noticed too. Proofreading is all, or, or before posting is always wise. Read between the lines, mate. Fucking hell. As this is not the place for grammar Nazis. Honest to God. Somebody's put, sorry for your loss. I lost my little sister. But they didn't say little. I lost my sister in 97. One or two nights after she left, the little wind-up music box started playing in her room. I could hear it down the hall. No one was there, and that thing was high on a shelf that no one ever used. Other weird things happened after that. That's terrifying. (laughs) Sorry, but that is. Um... Somebody said, it's definitely possible that she's still with you. She may be visiting, but if it's a lot, then I think you should try to encourage her to go to the, go to the light. Why do, we, why do we always assume films have told us this, go to the light? You know, I, 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 that's my opinion. I think films, like poltergeist, the things, go to the light, Caroline. None of us fucking know. Anyway, go to the light. She may be lost, especially if she died unexpectedly. Talk to her, tell her you love her, and that you'll see her again. It's time to move on. I do believe in the moving on of people. I don't necessarily, it's, it's head to the light. Do you know what I mean? I mean? It might be like, go with Fred. Yeah. I mean, by the way, Fred is a neighbour. In this scenario, it's not like Fred Flintstone or Fred West. Anyway. Yes, I read something about that. This is the original poster again now. In a book, I feel like she's not lost and it doesn't happen a lot. She comes and goes, but this time it's been more noticeable. I had a dream about a month and a half after her death, which was an unexpected accident. You, you could, it was a dream with her and our grandmother who passed years before. She had told me she was okay and she was with grandma now, but my grandma just smiled. So I feel she has crossed, but likes to check in every while. Uh, sorry, every once in a while. Uh, and then she's put, you know, maybe I will still remind her it's okay to go to the light just in case. I do say I love you every day. That was normal for us before she passed. But if she was lost, she would come to me for guidance. So thank you for the words. Someone said, this is bringing tears to my eyes. And I'd say, I agree, says Kevin. But it's not. But, you know, it is sad, obviously. Um... Someone said, this is cool if it's your sister. What's also cool is you have a a boyfriend and a hubby. What? And somebody's put, lots of people practice ethical non-monogamy. It's actually not even that uncommon anymore. What have I fucking missed in the original reading of this story? Seriously, what have I, I'm going back. Have I missed something? I asked my boyfriend if he bumped the shelf. Is this where they're getting it from? Because then she says, me and the hubby. Maybe she just refers to them both as the one. 
I don't I don't like how this like ghost story is turning into something else. It's uh anyway. Somebody has put and this seems interesting. Um this is from a Salahuddin, and only an hour ago, an actual hour. I'll give you the Islamic narrative. Okay. Says I won't be able to pronounce that. The messenger of Allah, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, said, There is no one among you but a companion from among the jinn has been assigned to him. They said, Even you, O messenger of Allah. He said, Even me. But Allah helped me with him, and he became Muslim. Or, and I am safe from him. So he enjoins me to do that which is good. The writer has put, according to another report, there is assigned to him a companion among the jinn and a companion from among the angels. And then he goes on to say, or she goes on to say, or they go on to say, the jinn assigned to each human, the jinn assigned to each human calls them to sin and disbelief in Allah, every human being except for prophets of God. When a person dies, their assigned jinn still remains. Keep in mind that jinn have been with that person all their lives, so it knows all the events that occurred in this person's life. Any supernatural event concerning the dead can be summoned up sorry, can be summed up to the work of this evil jinn. Ever heard stories of fortune tellers communicating with the dead? It's the garin of that dead person. Sorry, he's actually put, or they've actually put, of this evil jinn, Garen. So Garen might be another word for jinn. I don't know. It's the Garen of that dead person who they're communicating with. Magic and fortune telling are absolutely forbidden in Islam. The same thing goes for hearing the voices or seeing apparitions from the deceased loved ones. It's the jinn taking their form and communicating with them. As for your sister, she is no more for this world and her judgment is with Allah. She isn't able to communicate with you, but the jinn is, and it's in your home. I recommend you look into Islam, read the Quran, and become a Muslim. And if you want to get rid of that jinn from your home, YouTube Surah Al-Barak and play it on repeat. The jinns and shaitan, or devils, hate the Quran. Play it every few days, and Allah willing, your home will not have jinns in it anymore. That's so interesting. What an in you know, what I find interesting about that is one of you know uh, being Roman Catholic. You don't really have time for other to learn about other religions as such, even religious education in school. You know, it's funny, isn't it? I don't even know whether you have that anymore. In like, do you still even have Catholic schools? I don't know. But anyway, our religious education, you would imagine would be about religions, plural. This was solely Roman Catholic. Do you know, it was like, it, it was more, you know, and you got, you got a GCSE in religious education, but it would only be Roman Catholicism. Bizarre. So you didn't really learn about other religions in religious education. So it's fascinating to read something like that. And what an interesting idea that we're all born with an angel and a jinn. And when you die, the angel takes you. But your jinn version stays around. There is a fucking, pardon the French, there is an amazing horror film waiting to be made there. And if anyone knows of it, 
let me know and I'll do a review. Okay, you guys, thank you for listening to me um, break in and, you know, act the part within Becca's Reddit Corner. And thank you for listening for the second or third only edition of Kevin's Reddit Corner. Tatty bye. (laughs) 